0: Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast, where the potential in me honors the potential in you. If you're wondering if you can really change and truly find and live your purpose, then I invite you to let me be your accountability partner and for you to be mine. And together, we can explore with curiosity and humor what it is to create beautifully in every area of our lives and to take action to make that happen. 2.43 a.m. last night, I picked up the phone and opened my note-taking app and wrote what I'm about to read to you. I'd already read for an hour, the glow of my Kindle, the only light in the room. I tried to fall back asleep, but my shoulder was doing that thing it recently started doing, and my legs just kept wanting to move. But what was it really? Yes, this might sound cheesy, but it was my soul. I'm guessing this might sound familiar to some of you, It ceased being able to rest well lately, knowing that it's time, and growing impatient with my rationalized procrastination. It was over the meditating about the ideas, the inspirational book reading after inspirational book reading, no longer amused in a youthful way, but begging to be taken seriously now that I'm over four decades into my life. No longer assuaged solely by all the signs and random messages from the universe that I was meant for something more substantial. My soul had been feeling the internal emptiness caused by one of my killer strengths, to get people excited about an idea, to get myself excited about an idea. And one of my greatest struggles, a lack of follow-through, now no longer something I was internally ashamed of, but something I'd become known for. I used to be able to sleep through it all, literally and metaphorically, for years, decades probably, and it's not like I haven't done anything. I've done a good bit and some cool things at that, but how often had I really leaned into the creative and big callings of my soul and kept at them with consistency through the boring times and courage through the fearful moments? Not nearly as much as I wished I had. And the thing is, I've done so many healing things, from t- traditional therapy to brain spotting, Thai Vedic massage, embodiment programs, tea ceremonies, Enneagram work, and more, all of which has, have profoundly affected many areas of my life including my marriage, my role as a mom, my ability to cultivate deep friendships, my creativity, my capacity to be with all kinds of people, and most importantly, creating a greater level of love and acceptance for myself. And I'd been creating beautifully with such intention in several years of my life for a while now. And this one, this one really has me. And I have a feeling, y'all, that I am not the only one, especially this year. I feel like I feel like there's just been so much going on between COVID and now, and then 2022, I think a lot of us thought we're going to be this amazing reprieve of a year, and at least for everyone I know, including myself, it was just more of like, what the fuck is this? Like, I... Oh my god, I thought we were done with just like more shit being piled up on our plates. Um and so and so it's really just come at a time and I really feel like I really feel like after last year and the beginning of this year a lot of people I've been talking to myself and my friends, it really feels like a lot of people are being called right now to have the space or at least the excitement to pursue what their soul is calling them to do. And that is freaking wild and amazing. And also, I'm here to be like, how do we support the shit out of that? Because if our soul, like, we can get random calls from our soul over the years, right? Like, hi, just calling. I hope you're not busy, but like, I had like some purpose for you. And then a lot of times we answer and we're like, No, I'm cooking dinner right now. Like, I can't be bothered with this purpose. Like, I've got a, I've got like a mani petty tomorrow, or I have to deal with like, you know, I got to deal with some drama. Like, I can't, I can't be bothered by my purpose at this time. So then, like, you know, some time goes by and our purpose is like, Hi, uh, I busted through your, your, uh, do not disturb. And I feel the need to call you and let you know that, like, it's a good time for you if you'd like to follow your purpose. Like, I'm here for you. I can support you. And we're still like, look, I had this on Do Not Disturb for a reason, so I'm going to have to honor my boundaries around that. And then we, like, hang up (laughs) on our soul, right? And then eventually, eventually, our soul is just like... It just comes in and it's just like, hi, I'm here. I don't know why our soul sounds like that. I don't know if yours does or not. Um, but it's just, it's loud. And we start to see signs. And sometimes they're literal signs. Like sometimes we're driving down the street and like a sign will have like a phrase or a word that we're like, that is for me. It is talking to me. I know it is. Or just, you know, whatever it is that you do, if, whether you, you know, you go to church and you pray or you're into astrology or you pull cards or you just look for signs, you know, just walking around in nature and kind of listening to your soul or what nature has for you, like all of a sudden it can just feel like your soul combined with like the universe, right? Because they work in conjunction with each other are like, hi, it's time for you. It's your time. And you can't turn me down, and I'm going to make it so that you can't sleep. And uh, it's going to be all you think about until you actually turn and look me in the eyeballs. And I think part of the reason that we're really worried about turning and looking our soul in the eyeballs is because we're like, what if I'm not fucking equipped? What if I turn around and I look in your eyes and I know I'm going to disappoint you? Like, what if that happens? And I think that we're scared that that's going to happen. And we completely forget that, that there's like a divine plan in the universe. And that our soul and the universe would not be pounding on our door if it wasn't there to help us the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I just... If you're listening, I would love to invite you for a second to just like take a moment and just be with that fear a little bit. Like, what if we just felt that for a second? Like, oh my God, my soul, my purpose in this world. Like how, and it also just seems like so fucking huge, right? Like my purpose, like I I should put like an echo on this, right? My purpose, 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 purpose. It's like this huge thing, and it can feel like this really overwhelming, like, how do I follow my purpose? Or, or even it can feel like I've been trying and I've been failing, right? So if we're just with that fear for a second, like, like, what if I don't live up to what I'm destined for? And there's two ways that can go, right? So what if I don't live up to what I'm destined for is either like, what if I try and I fail? And it's also like, what if I'm so afraid that I never fucking try and then I get to the end of my life and that's it. And I will have just not tried. And then, and then what happens? And I know this is stuff that we all talk about, right? But like if you're here and you're listening and you're like, uh, then, then you need to hear it again. We just need to keep hearing this. And I'm talking about it because I need to hear the same thing. And I think the biggest thing is trusting that we can't fail if we take action. We can't fail, even if even if it feels like it. Even if it feels like we, t- we took action and we ran into a wall or we took action and we turned, you know, we're on our journey and we turned left and we should have like, gone right, or we should have gone like up a tree for, for a few months instead of like walking at all. Um, but I, but I think if we just, if we're able to just trust that this, this thing that's calling us, you know, our soul, the universe, God is telling us like, Here's your purpose. These are the reasons I bestowed you with the gifts that you have. These are the reasons that your body gets like a chill or has this energy of being like lit up when you talk about something specific or when you hear about something specific, you know, when it lights you up and it's not lighting other people up. Like why? And that's because it's for you. And how do we how do we trust that and that's so much of what this podcast is going to be about like how do we trust what is lighting us up right and y'all it doesn't like it doesn't have to be where our giant purpose is like we're you know we move into some like nelson mandela mode you know what i mean where it's like oh now i have healed the world or like my purpose is to heal everybody like that's it doesn't have to be that and i think that's something we need to pull away from too because those are the those are the main stories that get publicity those are the stories on the news those are the stories in your social media feed and so sometimes we can think like i'm not living my purpose if it's not huge and i think we need to separate out the idea of huge as in as in newsworthy versus huge as in we're choosing to live it and take action toward it on an almost daily level like that's fucking huge that's huge in itself it could just be and I, I say just, but I don't mean just in a light way, but it could be that part of your purpose is to heal generational trauma so you don't pass it down to your kids so that you break a cycle. Maybe you're a cycle breaker and that's why you're here. And maybe, and maybe it doesn't feel like a lot to you because maybe you just have one kid or two kids and and you break some cycles and they grow up better. But then you've started something, right? You've started a ripple effect. And what if it's like three generations from now where you're gone and all of a sudden that person, like Nelson Mandela's it? And I don't, I don't use that in like a, I just kind of use that as, as a little bit of humor, right? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like does something on a grand scale. Um so don't judge what your purpose is. Don't think it needs to be bigger than it is. Um part of if not the main fucking reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I I really feel like if I base it around the things that light me up and the things that I get really fired up about, I think part of my purpose is to help people create a sense of permission and belonging inside of themselves so that they can show up for their soul, for who they are, so that they can feel free enough to do the things that will unfold who they are underneath. Because we are who we are. Like We don't need to find it. I mean, we don't need to go out and find it, right? We may need to go in and find it, but it's there and it's a constant, it's a constant unfolding, you know, just like everyone says, it's like an onion, which is kind of a shitty metaphor because like, who the fuck wants to be like a freaking stinky onion that makes you cry? Granted, they're good when they're cooked and maybe we could like go down like a cooked metaphor, but let's skip that for now. Um, I don't know. A rose. No, because roses die. I don't know. If any of y'all have a better metaphor for this, you are always welcome to DM me on Instagram at Liza Hippler. Let me know. We can come up with a better metaphor for, uh, for this. I do like, um, I do often just use the spiral. It's a spiral. You know, we're constantly, we might be going over the same, the same things, the same patterns, the same habits the same triggers, the same traumas. But if we're working toward healing and we feel that permission inside of us and we feel like we can heal and still belong, if we feel like we can become more of who we truly are and still belong, then as we circle in this spiral, we're never quite as far in. We're always expanding outward. And our attachments to these habits and patterns is getting a little bit looser. It's getting a little bit looser each time. But it's so important that we have permission to follow this path and permission to honor ourselves, permission to honor the season we're in. That's going to be a whole nother episode. Permission to honor, you know, what we need to, to live at the moment, permission to honor our capacity in a daily basis and permission to, to be who we are without fear. And there's so many layers to that. Um, and then to know, and to not only be who we are, right? Like it might be like, oh, I have permission to be this, but there can still be a fear of like, okay, I may feel permission to be who I really am, but will I belong? Will people still welcome me? And that's so that's just so big for me. That's so so big. And I want you to feel a sense of permission and belonging in your life from the people who you choose to have in your life and from from here from this podcast. Um I really hope to offer that. Um okay, so let's go back for a second to kind of what I wrote in the middle of the night when i got no sleep when i needed to open my notes app and go on and on and on about my um uncanny ability to not follow through on things and this is going to come up ah oh, y'all this is going to be a recurring theme in this podcast i was going to say like oh it's just going to be in a future episode it's going to be here all the fucking time okay like this is this is the big fight this is my one of my big fights it, with myself right And you may have this, or you may be like, I am excellent at follow through. Okay, so before, like, and yes, like give yourself giant pat on the back. I'm a little bit jealous. And also like, just because you may exceed at something that is hard for me, I probably exceed at something that might be hard for you. So let's, if I'm talking about things and you have kind of the opposite, I would invite you to do do two things. One, I would invite you to really celebrate yourself and celebrate your gifts. And I totally invite you to be like, oh, thank God I don't have to deal with that. That sounds so shitty. You're welcome to do that um, with some of my stuff. And then also to kind of be like, okay, let me, like just like we talk about, being each other's accountability partner, right? So the second piece would be, okay, so someone else is out there doing this work and I'm not, we're not alone. Like I'm not the only person doing this work. Like there's so many more people, especially in the past few years, which is so cool. So just if it's kind of like, okay, there's someone else here doing this work and she's talking openly about it. So what can I maybe look at at myself where, where I could do some work? And it's not in like a where am I shitty? It's in like a where can I create beautifully? Where can I go, you know what? I could probably soften my heart a little bit around my husband or my wife or my spouse. You know, I could probably soften a little bit around strangers or, you know, I could probably, I could probably loosen up a little bit have more joy or I could probably buckle down a little bit more, whatever it is. I invite you. I I invite you to celebrate yourself, to love yourself for your gifts and to also, you know, maybe venture into some areas where you'd like to bring a little bit more beauty. So for me, this, this not finishing things. So for those of you that know the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram seven. Um for everyone else, I most likely have ADHD. And I don't say that in like in a way that some people would be like, I have OCD because I wash my hands a couple times a day. Like I say that in like a I have done a mass amount of research. I have listened to lots of people with it. I have started implementing a lot of the um a lot of like tips and tricks that I've read really help ADHD, and they are helping. And I would never go back to anything else. I'm I am going to meet with someone about a diagnosis probably in the first half of this year. So I do not want to uh, claim it yet, but I do feel the need to say that because because enneagram seven and ADHD are very known for. Uh, the ability to get excited to start things and to get distracted and to not follow through or to get so down one track and just spend like a day or more down one track that just other things don't get done like consistency just falls off the map (laughs) it's like it's like oh that was cool what happened there um but what happens and this this may happen to you so so maybe think about something in your life where where you're like okay here's my habit and you can take it like i invite you to take it right back to that soul calling like if you're like oh i know what i know kind of what my next step is you may find that you have habits around this that have kept you from taking this step right so for me part of my you know, part of my sole purpose, I really think, is 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 to bring this permission and belonging, and I think it's to bring it. I think it's to bring it here to people like this, and I think it's. Um, I think it's to talk about it. I also think it's to work inside of creative projects, and I'll talk about more about those as I go. But we'll also get to dive into what it's like to bring a passion project to life, right? And already, just so you know, already. As I said that, as I said, we will talk about bringing a passion project to life, my little voice was already like, yeah, if we do it, if we do it. And that is how ingrained that shit is. So I wanted to talk about how our patterns over time become a belief and they become an I am statement. And we've already, you know, we all know limiting beliefs. And if you don't know limiting beliefs, there are beliefs that we believe shocker, Um, about ourselves or the world that are based in lies. They're based in how we grew up. They're based in what we've seen of the world. They're based in our patterns, but they are not based in truth. They are not a hard and fast fact. So some of my statements and what and what happens with these limiting beliefs a lot of times is they can turn into I am statements and I have read enough by now to know how powerful a statement that begins with I am is so if you're like I am so clumsy that is taking that on as part of your identity What we're doing with the I am statements, it almost becomes an impossible thing to break through because we take these I am statements and we make them who we are. We make them like who we are at like a soul level. So when we say, I am bad at finishing things, I am clumsy, I am not good at technology, I am not smart enough for that. We become that. And now think how hard it is when you want to go break something, right? When you want to go break a habit or you want to go bust through the idea that you're not smart enough or you don't finish things, okay? When we want to go break through that, but we've made it part of our identity It's a lot fucking harder to break through because now, now our bodies and our minds and like our egos are like, but this is who I am. How dare you come along and fuck with who I am, right? As opposed to just like, oh, sometimes I don't finish things or I kind of have a habit of not finishing things. And that's still, you know, that's, that's still tricky. We still got to break that habit, but we can get in there a lot easier then if we identify with, I am not a finisher, I am someone who doesn't finish versus like I've got this habit, a habit we know is something we can break, but an identifier as to who we are is big, especially if someone else calls us out before we call ourselves out, right? If someone else is like, you know, hey, you know, you don't have to do that. Like, you actually are pretty smart. We're like, fuck you. That's who I am. Who am I if I'm good at technology? (laughs) Then I would have to, like, show up for my big dreams that I want to do because then I would know how to start a blog or a podcast or start a course. If I claimed being good at technology... I would have to do big things and that's scary. And now I'm going to go retreat back in my hole. Fuck you. Right? (laughs) But y'all, that's not what we're made for. Remember our soul? Our soul from earlier who came in and said, hi, I'm your soul. I'm your soul and I'm here for you. And I have everything you need. You can trust me. You're smart. Right? Like, we can trust it. We can trust it and it can be scary and we can trust it. So we've gotta release these patterns and I'm talking to you just as much as I am talking to myself, you guys. So we gotta release these patterns. How do we release them? How do we change this, this I am statement? And and we're gonna go into this, again, This is this is another thing that will be brought up a lot, but you may have heard this concept and you may not have heard this concept depending on what circles you roll in. But, um, you know, in general, if we are basically walking through life in a kind of subconscious way, the choices that we make today are 100% based on our beliefs about ourselves from the things we've done in the past. So... If we make it, you know, if we get up and we're like, I'm going to do that thing that I've never done before, but then our brain or our subconscious is like, yeah, but let's think about in the past, have we ever really done that before? And then it's like, uh, we haven't. It's like, why start today? Yeah, why start today? And we just roll into what we've always done because we're not aware that what we've always done is running the show and that we actually have the ability to make a new choice, even if it's hard, even if it's scary. So I read this quote actually like right before starting this podcast episode. Um, I uh, pulled a card from this beautiful deck. um, And there is this quote by Andrea Gibson. And uh, Andrea Gibson is a poet and performer, an American poet and performer. And this is just three lines, but it is dead on perfect for this, y'all. Okay. I am living today as someone I had not yet become yesterday. And tonight I'll only borrow pieces of who I am today to carry with me to tomorrow. I'm gonna read it one more time. Cause what it's saying is is she's making the choice for today to not make today's choices based on the past and that tomorrow tomorrow we can only we'll just bring a little bit of us so that we don't feel lost so that we don't feel completely untethered from who we are but that so we can still move into who We want to become this new version of us that lets us answer the call of our soul. So let me read it one more time. I'm living today as someone I had not yet become yesterday. And tonight, I'll only borrow pieces of who I am today to carry with me to tomorrow. I mean, y'all, that is so effing good and I, I wanna I wanna make a note about compassion because I think this is this is something that's come into the collective conscience more recently this idea of just having such compassion for us. So instead of just being like, oh my God, I have all these I am beliefs and they're all so shitty. They're, I am a shitty person and I'm crappy and why would anyone like me? And I'm a shitty friend and I am shitty at work and I am shitty at money and I'm shit, right? So we're sitting there and we're like, oh, and then we're just like shitting on ourselves, just how horrible we are. And then just this idea of like, like, where can we just have compassion and just say, you know, like we were talking to a friend, or or if we're not good at talking to friends like that, maybe like a like a really sweet and kind therapist or person would say to us, and it just you know, it's not your fault that you have all these I am statements that don't serve you. You you weren't conscious when they were entering your your being. You didn't have the ability to stop them before they got there and look at them and observe them and say, "No, I don't want that. I don't want to take that on. That's not for me. You didn't have the ability to do that. and it could have been it could have been you you picked it up from society. it could have been you picked it up from your parents. it could have been you picked it up from um, a church pastor or a teacher or, you know, someone, someone you respected, or just you know, something you heard on TV, something you read somewhere, like these these really intense I am statements that turn into these patterns, um, or that name that can name a bit of a pattern that we have that we then take on as our identity. We didn't do it consciously. Like I can't, like I don't know anyone that would be like, hey, all right. I'm pretty shitty at follow through. I've noticed, I've noticed in the past two years, I haven't really followed through. Never mind the fact that it's been a hard two years and there's been a lot going on personally. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to claim that I don't follow through on stuff. I think that's going to be my new identity. It's going to be my new personality. And uh, let's tell everyone, guess what, y'all? I suck at follow through. I am a shitty follow through person. The end, like no one does that. No one is No one is consciously doing that. And so like, it's okay. And hopefully that makes it so that you can look at these I am statements a little bit better, you know? And, and you can say, okay, I didn't ask for them. They're here, so I have to deal with them now, right? Like if you have termites, oh, a friend of mine got termites, y'all. It, it was so shitty. <laughs> But it's like okay, all right. The termites are here, and they're burrowed. And I didn't ask for them. I sure as fuck didn't ask for them. They're flying around, and uh, but I can't sit in them any longer. I can't. I can't sit in them any longer because if I let them stay, they will get bigger, and they will reproduce, and they will really really distract me for what I'm from what I'm supposed to do. So you don't have to take on being responsible for them getting there. You just get to work with them now that they are there. But there's so many magical things and I'm so excited to share so many things with you on this podcast. And just for the record, y'all, like I am never gonna claim to be anyone's one-stop shop for healing. Um I don't think that there is any any mentor mentor or course or coaching program or anything that should ever offer to change you or or help or give you transformation without knowing anything about you and it's our responsibility to know ourselves and to know what we will let in, and what we will allow to transform us, what we will show up for. And for me, I'm hoping part of it is this podcast, because ultimately, I know that it is going to be taking this big action that is going to transform me in ways that I feel really fucking ready for. And it often comes down to doing the hard thing. And that's going to be different for each of us. A lot of times it it can be the action that feels like it exposes us to other people, such as having a hard conversation, putting our ideas out there, asking for friendship and saying we're Or or like saying we're not into something anymore that we've been pretending to be into for a long time. That could be a person, a job, a group of friends, an ideology. I mean, just saying when something doesn't fit anymore. And you may know what that is. And it's okay if you're not ready at the moment. But know that your soul and the universe are on your side And as long as it is an action toward your highest good, and it is from a place of love, that you will only be supported. You will only be supported. And I also want you to know that I I hear you in this mess of how do I do it? What's next? And we're going to explore so much of that. And like I was just saying, um, I don't, like, I'm never going to say that I'm anyone's one-stop shop for healing. What I am excited to do, however, is to expose you to healing modalities that you may not have been aware of, things beyond traditional therapy that have given me freedom in an hour or a, a couple of hours that have really just broken through. I'm excited to share those things with you. Um... And also, part of this creating creating beautifully, creating this sense of permission and belonging is really going to be people hearing from other people who are walking the walk, who aren't at the top of the mountain, but who are in the middle with their walking sticks and their water packs and their canteen. I felt like, can- I'm not like a hiker, but I felt like canteen was like a solid word to throw in right there. Um, you know, and a compass, or maybe your compass is broken. Right, or you're trying to get your compass fixed. Like there's there's people. It's hearing from these people that's going to be like, okay, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. And when we don't feel alone, is when we feel like we belong, and then we can give ourselves permission because we know there's going to be a place for us. Yeah. And so the hard thing for you might not be the hard thing for me, but We're probably going to have a lot of similar feelings around it. So I want to do something real quick, a couple release and call-ins. And I'm going to do this for me and the story that I'm not good at follow through, the story and the I am statements that I'm not good at consistency. And it may not be a strength of mine, but that doesn't mean I can't cultivate it. That doesn't mean I can't make it work for me in the way that I work. So I'm gonna do something, just say a couple lines about releasing and calling in. And you're if this is relevant to you, you if you're in your car or you're by yourself, you're welcome to repeat after me. And if it's not dead-on relevant, just repeat something that is relevant to you. It'll come to you, I promise. And whatever you say out loud, write it down, okay? I call in transformation. I call in focus. I call in honoring of myself and an ever-increasing trust in myself. I call in the universe as my partner. I call in freedom and joy within the consistency. And that is episode one of the Create Beautifully podcast, y'all. Thank you so, so, so much from the bottom of my heart for listening. Reach out to me anytime on Instagram at Liza Hippler. And my friends, let's create beautifully.